All right. So, Gemara's first thing, Taima, the Amar Chulin Sha'ochalach. It sounds like the reason is because he said specifically, Chulin, that I eat from you. Obviously, Chulin is food that is permitted to eat. And it should be Chulin that I eat from you. You're basically saying, I should be allowed to eat from you. So, yeah, that doesn't mean that you're prohibited. So, what if he said, Ha'amar Lichulin Sha'ochalach? What if he said with a lamin in front? Mashma uh, It shouldn't be chulin elolakarban, but rather it should be lakarban. Okay, meaning, and then it would work. So, in other words, the fact that it said just chulin, that's why it's not going to work. But if you would have said la chulin, that would have meant or understood to me that it's not chulin. Therefore, I won't eat from you, or, or uh, that I eat from you. It's not chulin that I eat from you. Meaning, it's a carbon that I eat from you. Right, el carbon. So that who could that be? Mani Masdisin. Who is the author of our Mishnah? Irameir. If it's Rameir, Hales leMichlalava Tashemayim. Rameir holds that we, it's not true that we from a lav you can hear the from a negative year the positive, and this is a negative statement. You're saying it should not be. It, it should not be chulin that I eat from you. That's not saying. So it's only inferring that if that it should be uh, that it's. That it that it's something not allowed that I eat from you, okay? So, um, so, and, he, and then Reb Meir doesn't hold of that. Fellow Reb Yudah, you saying it's going like Reb Yudah? Isn't that exactly what we said already in the previous Mishnayos? We seem to be just repeating the same thing that that uh, that Reb Yudah said earlier. The Gemara says you're right. There is no chiddush in this line of Chulin Shalchalach. I did. We're we're going through a list of all terminologies that don't qualify, and the halachas of meeting, you know, comparing it to pig or anything non-kosher is not going to work. So we put chulin also as an expression that doesn't work for another. That's all. Don't get too worked up on it. So that's why we put chulin in the list as well. Okay. I just want to give a little bit of an insight so you understand why it's a problem. Why, why wouldn't it work to compare it to... Right? I mean, why is that, what's wrong with this vow when I say that this loaf of bread should be like this pork? Okay? Basically, he's saying that it should be prohibited. Why does that not work? So, that's the question. Uh, so, the, I, the insight here, the way to understand this is, the re- that's what the mission is saying, is the reason why that doesn't work is because it can't be that way. That this the Torah prohibited. This you're saying is not allowed. You can't you can't make it into what the Torah prohibits. What you could do is you could attach it to a nether. That you know, like just like I prohibited this, I'm prohibiting this. Uh-huh. That actually works because you're co- connecting to something that's in your control. So I'm saying this should be like something else that I prohibited. That actually is a valid thing. But if you say this should be something that the Torah prohibits, you can't. You don't have a power in that sense. Okay, that's just the understanding behind it. Okay, that's one answer. Ravina Amarahavikutani, this is the way to read the Mishnah. These are the terminologies that it would be permitted. Kihulin, give Bsar Chazir, Kavodas Kavim. Chulin, Bsar Chazir, and Kavodas Kavim. They're all permitted expressions. Now, why did we have to mention Chulin? Like we said, there's no Chidish on Chulin. The answer is, if it wouldn't have said chulin, Hava Amina might have thought, 
that maybe, meaning if we would just think Kabsar Chazir or Kabbalah's Kabbalah, I would say, you know what, really, technically, that's permitted. But we don't want this guy thinking that vows aren't serious. So therefore, we have to tell him, wait, come to the rabbi, he'll permit it for you on some other basis, like we said by the Seifa, by the case of the mom, he says she should be, you know, his wife, he says about his wife that she should be prohibited like his mom, which we said that we don't just permit it automatically. So maybe you think that it should be the same thing over here by Psar Chazir, etc. So that's why we have to tell you Chulin in the list. Just like Chulin, we know it doesn't have any effect at all, not even in a rabbinic way, not even for the Amaratzim, right, for the people who are less knowledgeable, so that they should learn the wrong things. So, therefore, that's why I tell you that in all these cases, it doesn't even need She'ela. Now, how could you think that? It says in the Mishnah, at the end of the Mishnah, that by the case of the mother, if he says to his wife, you should be to me like my mother, um, then we find some other alternate way of opening up that vow to make it not, not binding, but not we don't just discard it automatically. Michlal, the racial abaisha, doesn't that right away infer that the racia doesn't require uh, any she'ela? So they don't like this pshat of Ravina because it's inferred anyway. So Ella Machvarta makes more sense. Chulin Memelanaz, but we just brought it in as a side point. You know, once we mentioned the list of all the terminologies that don't have any meaning, so we threw Cholin in. It didn't really need to say it. Okay, so that brings us to the basic principle, the basic question. Where do we know this principle from? Meaning, where do we get this idea that you only works if you attach it to something that is vowed and not something that is actually Torah prohibited? So Makra the Pesach says, Ish, when a man makes a vow of a vow to God. Okay, if you can't tell, there's an extra vow here. Okay, a vow of a vow. He makes a vow of a vow, right? Yidor is automatically of a vow, right? A yidor is the verb for making a vow. So you never would need to say, If you say, that's already saying everything. What's That means, that when you're attaching it, you have to attach it to something else that is vowed. That's the idea. If that's true, so maybe a davar asr also should work that way. Why? Because look at the next line. Same thing. Want to say lesor al nafshah? What is lesor isor al nafshah? So even to attach an Isr onto a Dover Asr also works. It's the text as well. So Gemara uh, says, no, that line is actually necessary. Like we had earlier on Daf Yudbeis, what is the Isr that the Torah talks about? And that was the case, I don't know if you remember, Daf uh, Beis. It's Amud Aleph. It was, uh, we said, if a person says, I will not eat meat or drink wine like the day that my father died, like the day that my Rebbe died, like the day that Gedal ben Achikam, we said, that's an Isar, okay? You're attaching. So it teaches us that halacha of, you know, attaching to 
a day where the person had made a vow on that day. Anyway, the point being is, we learn it from the Pasuk of Idles or Isar. So the point being is, that's used already, it's taken. Okay? Um, so that brings us to the next thing. So we said in the Mishnah, it's countering the, pre- the previous case. We're saying when he says to his wife that she is like his mother, then prohibited him like his mother, then we're not going to just automatically allow it. So the Verminu, we have a contradiction here. If you are to me like the flesh of my mother, the flesh of my sister, or like Orlo, like Klayakaram, meaning prohibited, it's meaningless. Lomarklum sounds like nothing. So how in our mission do we say that we need a Pesach? And over there, and uh, we seem to be saying that it's nothing. So that's the kasha. So our Bible says, that line over there is going midaraisa. On the Torah level, there's zero going on. But rabbinically, Armish is talking on a rabbinic level, you do need, need she'ela. That's the answer according to Bai. Rav Amar, we make a distinction for a Talmud Chacham. For a Talmud Chacham, people think that being a Talmud Chacham is like a lot of stringencies. In fact, the more we learn, the more you realize that being a Talmud Chacham is leniencies. Because you have to be always extra strict for the Amaretz because they don't understand the nuance. And if you give them an inch, they'll take a foot. <coughs> but for a Talmud Chacham who appreciates the nuances, so then you can be much more lenient. That's the advantage, see. You have to have some perks, okay? <coughs> All right. So the Talmud Chacham, that's lower klum, and therefore we just throw it out. But for the but for the Amaretz, we, we you need Tzarech She'elam Midirabana. Okay. Vatanya, um, the Bryce says so as well. Okay, the Vatanya here is not a Kasha, it's a. It's a. Binichusa. Huh? right. Um, if somebody makes a vow on the Torah, Lomar Klum doesn't mean anything. You still need a Sheila, meaning rabbinically it's there. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, but if it's a Talmud Chacham, it doesn't need Sheila, which is exactly what we're saying over here. Although it's, you know, you're attaching it to the Torah, which again shouldn't have any meaning, you still need. Um, uh, uh, you still need she'ela if it's not a tamachacham, but if it's uh, 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 for uh, but, but if everybody but for a tamachacham, no, you don't even need that. So that's the answer fits perfectly with Rava. Okay, Tanya we learned in a brisa. Okay, I know the Torah, somebody who makes a vow on the Torah, Lomer Klumitz, doesn't work. Bimasha Kasava, what if he says? I want um, this should be uh, you know uh, making a nether on this on uh, on what's written in the Torah, so Dvar Kayam and that actually has meaning. That's effective. Mm-hmm. Ba if he says in the Torah and in what's written in it, I'm making a vow. Um, so that is Dvar um, Kayam and that actually um, that's also good. Okay. So, Ketani, Bimashe Kasav Ba, Dvarv Kayamin. So, he said, if you wrote what's in it, if you say what's written in it is, va- is, is a valid vow, 
So bo b'mash kazeba tzarich lemeimer. So why? Obviously, if b'mash kazeba is effective, so bo b'mash kazeba, how could that be any worse? That's the kasha. So Rav Nachman lo kasha ha de machta araisa aara ha de nakele biyade. Where is the Torah sitting? Is the Torah on the ground, and he says on what's written in it? So or is it in his hand? That's the difference. Okay, what's the difference? If he's sitting there, the Torah it doesn't mean literally on the ground. It just means that it's not in his hand. Daita gvili. When he says ba, he means the parchment, and that doesn't have any meaning. And you're not attaching to. Well, see what we'll see what he's saying. But if he's holding it, then what he means is the. God's name, and he's basically saying, I'm being noted by Hashem. You know, there was like he's taking it on in God's name. That's the idea when you say That's one answer. We're talking about that it's placed down. Even though it's on the you know, put down, that also, even when it's down on the ground and you say, you mean, we, we, meet, we understand that what you mean is the names of God, meaning you're taking on in the name of God, and that's in, in, in fact a good nether. Um, and uh, only when you say ba on the uh, on the part, then we assume you're talking about the parchment, which is obviously is not uh, not a valid vow. Okay. And you're right, where it's like this, and then I don't need to tell you this. That's another possibility. Um, meaning, one second, they fixed the gear. here, let me just, Kula uh, Nami, take out the word Mitiyasa, so Kula Nami Tenaka Biyada, both cases is where it's in his hands, once you're holding it, if you say Ba, but you're holding it, we understand what you mean is so those are the possibilities, Again, we're talking. There's we make a distinction whether it's on the either one case is where it's on the ground, the other case is where it's in your hands, or it's both cases on the ground. And if you say b'mashikasibal, you're t- connecting to Hashem's names, mm-hmm. otherwise not. Or and and the other possibility is that it's in your hands. And even though you just said ba in your hands, it's as if you said b'mashikasibal, and it's a valid vow. And that's the bottom line with that. Okay, which brings us to. The new Mishnah, Koinim Shani Yashan. Person makes a vow that I sleep, uh, that 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 I sleep, or Shani Midaber that I speak, or Shani Mahalachar that I walk. Haomer Lisha Koinim Shani Mishamshach. It says a vow that I have relations with you. Hareza B'loyachol Dvaro. All of those is the Isr B'loyachol Dvaro. Okay, so basically, um, uh, and that's the story. Um, uh, and that's the uh, and that's the that's a proper proper vow proper and and he's chayiv in it. Okay, okay. So the Gemara says itmar. We have here machlokas uh, anam konim eni bishina. I'm konim. I'm prohibiting my eyes from sleep. Hayom for today im ish on the machar. Right. Uh, um, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday. Okay, no, I'm kidding. Okay, I don't know if you know that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh. Okay. Um, if I sleep if I sleep tomorrow, then I'm not allowed to sleep today. Okay? 
so Amar Rav Yudah Amar Rav Al Yashan Ayom Don't sleep today. Why? Shem Yashlamachar Lest you sleep tomorrow and then retroactively will have broken your vow. Rav Nachman Amar Yashan Ayom Sleep today. Why do you have to assume Beloy Chashin and Shem Yashlamachar We don't assume that you're gonna sleep tomorrow therefore you gotta preempt it by not sleeping today. That's the Machlokas. You say, I'm making a vow that I can't sleep tomorrow if I sleep today. So that means today is the condition, tomorrow is the vow. So then, then you have no problem of sleeping today. Uh, we don't, what people are generally not careful from is in conditions. But from the prohibition that people are careful in. So make sure not to... In other words, that's the point. People will make sure not to, not to break their vow. But the conditions of the vow, they don't, seem, they don't worry about. So if you sleep, if the vow is on today, if he, and tomorrow is only the condition, condition is not significant in people's eyes, and he'll forget about it, and he'll actually sleep tomorrow. And uh, will, and then he will retroactively have broken his vow. As opposed to, if it's the other way around, if he sleeps today, then tomorrow is prohibited. So they'll sleep today, and tomorrow you'll be careful, because that's what's prohibited. Okay, so that's just the nature of how people work. And we'll stop over here. Yes, a pleasure. Yeah.